Соединим этот мир. Jack Everett, Thunder Games, United Kingdom. DeLorean Motor Company appears to be taking another shot at going back to the future. Did you know they recently released their plans to reinvent themselves as a maker of electric vehicles? No. Participating is more important than winning. Yes. The Super uh, uh, NES is Nintendo's second programmable home console release begin 90s following the Nintendo Entertainment System, NES. It was the best-selling console of the 16-bit era. Are you still playing Super Mario Kart on your SNES? Yes. Was it easy to orange spill your mom? Yes. Within five years, the biggest game producers in the world will implement lightning payments in games. Do you think that's true? No. My love for frogs is bigger than my love for Bitcoin. No. <laughs> In February 2009, you joined Twitter. Did you also purchase your first Bitcoin that year? No. <laughs> Gary Lineker was a better striker than Wayne Rooney. Yes. Do you like to have white beans and sausage for breakfast? No. Are you Satoshi Nakamoto? No. Welcome to the Connected World Weekly Podcast. I'm Edward. And I'm Steph. We are ready to take you with us into the beautiful world of the Lightning Network. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the ride. ride. And this is episode 15 of Connected World. Steph, how are you doing this week? I'm, uh, I'm doing okay, Edward. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, the sun is shining. The sun is <laughs> shining, but um, yeah, I think uh, but that what uh, what's happening into the world uh, nowadays exactly. is, is yeah, a bit depressing to be honest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean the corona via the corona pandemic was was coming to an end, and now we are in the middle of of a war. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and we're depressing. Yeah, exactly. And we're always um, well, very uh, hopeful to connect the world with a yeah. mission. And uh, that's, of course, a mission from Lightning and Bitcoin uh, mm -hmm. to connect the world with merchants and people all over the world. And um, yeah, well, it emphasizes uh, other things than, than this. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, well, to everyone, hang in there. Yeah, uh, and we I have, have actually, we have also participants from, from Russia. And yeah, exactly. they're all nice guys. And we all share the same vision about, yeah. about, about Lightning and, and the same passion. And... That, yeah. that makes it, yeah, a bit weird to me, to be honest. And uh, I think it's difficult for a lot of people. And uh, today I met someone from Ukraine, and yeah, uh, yeah there, there are so many stories and so many, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so, so many different people. Yeah, yeah. It's, so uh, um, it's yeah, hopefully uh, it will be better soon, man. I think that's uh, that's the correct yeah. way to, uh, to. Yeah, I really to, hope uh, so. Yeah, man. That will be uh, be great. Yeah, and this guest, well, of this week uh it's and that, that's kind of weird of course but it's fun because um it's jack everett uh, founder and cto of thunder games yeah uh, so that's a whole uh, another thing to uh to discuss because yeah, man, that's and, uh, and that's a great thing 
And and I think you are a bit addicted at uh, what because in the in the pre-interview uh, we always discuss uh, our script and our guest and, exactly. and you are distracted <laughs> and and always uh, yeah playing these games on the phone and I always hear those those fantastic yeah, uh, sounds yeah. you're you, you're playing so uh, but, yeah, but and I'm I'm not really a gamer but but this game uh, I I always have a tendency to to the the games are not uh, really made for uh, for men uh, because it's a bubble shooter and i really like uh, bubble shooters because you you put your mind off and then uh, the, the sounds are nice the visuals are nice and it's just <laughs> you have one goal and you can keep going <laughs> and <laughs> that's that, uh, yeah it, it it takes my head off uh, well uh, how do you say it uh, to other things and think yeah. about other things and that's yeah. that's nice yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it can be can be a good thing also in, in these times and so, ernie uh, satoshi's right yeah well <laughs> i mean what else do i need to say i mean that's that's the best part of course <laughs> it, hey. and it was educational right uh, for uh, for this episode oh yeah i still play it yeah. <laughs> no wow. it's nice I just wanted to say it, it is, it is yeah. ed educational, but it's also made you an addict. So <laughs> <laughs> not but only no, me, no, no, no. <laughs> your wife also, your kid and uh, <laughs> everyone. everyone. Yeah, you really need to play this game, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, but yeah. nice, man. Yeah, Jack Everett, um, yeah. Uh, very, uh, very nice guys and a uh, guy and very, uh, yeah, I think interesting guest. So uh, in our second part and... Uh, exactly. In our first part, we uh, we want to talk a bit about the statistics of the Lightning Network and, of course, our Rings of Fire community. So, uh, yep. are you ready, Edwards? I'm ready. Yes, have fun. have fun, man. Connectează lumea. Yeah, last week, Edwards, uh, maybe you remember it, but uh, we had a extremely busy week. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we had a little over uh, 25 Bitcoin pushed into the Lightning Network. Uh, this week, we added 84 million sets and we are now over 26 bitcoin uh, with around Amazing. 864 members participating in over 107 rings so amazing indeed and i think it started uh, from valentine's day or something so love is in the air yeah. and nice things and uh, uh, yeah a lot of things happen with the liquidity uh, yeah. yeah it's uh, great uh, we're at now at block height 726,041 uh, and the Lightning Network as a whole, if we look at the Lightning uh, Network capacity, um, it's uh, 3,459 and uh, more than 20,560 uh, notes uh, in the Lightning Network. So that's, yeah, and I see uh, that was one less than last week. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> but I, <laughs> so, I don't see that very often. So it's so uh, yeah, it's it, it's such a small uh, difference that I uh, didn't say it. But uh, yeah, exactly one note difference. So who there's one note <laughs> that isn't uh, there. But um, I don't know. It's uh, it's also uh, climbing and then uh, staying uh, at the same height and then climbing again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not decreasing much so if it no. does that then uh, it's a normal behavior i think yeah hey, today's value of 1 million satoshis is 417 dollars 380 euros and 2600 chinese yuan conecta el mundo and then for the news of this week uh, we had a lot of things uh, actually uh, so a lot of things happen uh, robo sets um i think that's uh, really fun uh, if you um uh, yeah have the uh, uh, onion router then uh, really try it out 
It's a simple and private lightning uh, peer-to-peer exchange um, and it's store only. So, uh, and it uses huddle uh, invoices to re- reduce fraud. So if you have the Tor browser, uh, use it and then uh, go to that, uh, that address. We uh, put it in the show notes and then you have uh, a peer-to-peer exchange um, and it's, uh, it's private. Cool. Uh, there was an article in uh, Bitcoin magazine, The Invisible Cost of War in the Age of Quantitative Easing. Uh, it was actually an essay from Alex Gladstein about the Bitcoin uh, peace uh, theory. And um, he talks about the differences between debt-based and commodity-based monetary systems. Uh, it's a great essay that talks about the problems that we have today with uh, also uh, with uh, war in uh, Ukraine, of course, uh, and how Bitcoin, uh, the Bitcoin standard could be a fix, uh, perhaps also yeah, to avoid it. He released it a couple of weeks before, yeah. right? So. And yeah. I think it's interesting. Uh, well, there are a lot of uh, takes on it, uh, but it's nice to uh, yeah to to read about all uh, the the possibilities that Bitcoin the Bitcoin standard could have. Uh, and uh, yeah, well, we want to fix things, so that would be uh, nice, of course. Um, Advanced Bitcoin Developer Conference uh, 2022 in uh, London. Uh, on the 3rd and 4th of March uh, it, uh, it was and um, the speakers have shared what they've uh, been working on so a lot of uh, d- development and uh, some of the lessons they learned uh, there uh, they shared it there um, on their website you can watch videos and podcasts of the 2020 version I hope the the new ones will uh, be there also uh, to inspire and inform uh, you guys and girls about uh, lightning uh, and then uh, there was another uh, topic that was very interesting uh, because it's in Europe. Bitcoin yeah. as a legal tender in Lugano in Switzerland, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steph. Yeah, <laughs> so we're also uh, added moving some there. Sh- they also <laughs> added some shit coins, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah I've well. read it because um, it was the city of Lugano in Switzerland. Uh, they said uh, they were going to be uh, make Bitcoin legal tender. Uh, they call it Plan B. Uh, city director Pietro uh, Poretti uh, co-announced it in a live stream together with Mayor Michel Folletti and CTO, and that's what you say, uh, of Tether, uh, Paolo oh. Arduano. I don't know what to think about it, but I think it's an interesting uh, thought that it's uh, in Europe, of course, but uh, we'll uh, yeah uh, check it uh, if it's going to um, be really a game changer. I think, well, they say the, the, in El Salvador, the GDP is changed uh, by 10% and tourism by 30% after declaring Bitcoin legal tender. So they say, well, if a city in Europe is doing this, yeah. uh, it, it will uh, change a lot. And well, I think that's maybe true. But yeah, then it's, it's, it's a whole other, it's marketing. A whole other, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Other, uh, economy. So, well, yeah. let's find out. We will keep everyone And we'll posted. keep you posted. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the last uh, thing that was noticeable was Impervious. Um, they had, well, I- Impervious API is a programmatic layer that sits on top of the Bitcoin uh, Lightning Network. So in this case, it's a layer three uh, solution. And uh, they have a browser, the Impervious browser, and they announced on Twitter the first uh, turn enabled uh, peer-to-peer video call in the history uh, over Lightning uh, through symmetric uh, NAT and peer-to-peer encrypted video call capabilities, uh, well, are built in directly in this impervious browser. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Uh, if yeah, you are interested in knowing more about it, well, uh, they have on their website. We will put it in the show notes. Um, a button to request early access. 
uh, they say a quarter uh, Q1. So I think um, if you do it now, then uh, perhaps uh, you'll be able to, uh, to use it. Um, it's difficult to know if it's really on uh, the, this layer three uh, solution, but um, just take a look at it yourself and then, uh, yeah, perhaps it's interesting. And um, well, for the updates, uh, Zeus has released an update for NFC support and support for Lightning address. That's uh, I like that a lot. LN URL pay and fetch recommended fees from mempool space. That's a nice feature. Uh, key sent messaging also. And then a sp uh, Sparrow wallet added BIP47 uh, support and easier seed recovery. That's uh, important. And then for Umbrel, uh, they added three new apps. Uh, if you installed it yet, then you have the ability uh, to use uh, Jam. Uh, it's a coin join with a join market uh, using Jam. And uh, Snowflake Proxy. And Snowflake Proxy is there uh, to help uh, Ukrainians and Russian uh, users to connect to Tor and bypass uh, Russia's censorship. Uh, and Blascomet server uh, is also added to Umbrel uh, to connect Blascomet ATM, if you have it uh, to your node. I think Snowflake is uh, is a nice feature, and um, well, Jury also said to us uh, that you uh, you not only become a Tor endpoint with this, but only an entry point. Yeah. So there is no risk uh, of du dubious uh, things are no, being no. done uh, from your IP address. So I hope it uh, will help uh, Ukrainian and Russian uh, users. Uh, the last update I saw was BTC Pay Server. They added uh, CPFP fee bumping. And the ability to expose expose <laughs> LN URLs comment and LN address in invoices uh, payment method and several uh, UI improvements. Cool. All the uh, links are going to be in the show notes. Cool. Yes. <laughs> okay, so let's have a look at our rings forecast yeah. because uh, the women's ring is full. Uh, we did, nice. uh, yeah, we did mention it uh, last uh, episode that we were searching for, uh, yeah, uh, female node operators, and uh, well, they uh, they reached out to us, and we have now eight participants. Um, maybe I can take a look at which countries are involved: USA, Germany, and Holland, for now. Um, so we are now in the phase of getting all the info needed to uh, yeah. to open the channels, etc. So. Um, yeah, great. I think it's fun. And Madeline Ash is uh, inside, Madeline right? Ash is uh, from participating, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, a couple of women from great. our community and uh, yeah, some women who were um, yeah, just reaching out because we, uh, yeah. we did the announcement last week, so that's nice. And yeah, again, we have plenty of spots open, all liquidities. Uh, we opened also a poll for a 20 million Satoshi ring. So I that, saw that it, is yeah. a ring for the more <laughs> experienced node operator. Yeah. Um, so if you are looking for that kind of liquidity rings, we also provide that. So take a look at our uh, Satoshi Radio Rings of Fire community on Telegram, and you can sign up for the rings in the uh, using the polls in the pinned messages. Yeah, nice. Well, that brings today's re no. <laughs> Connecting the monde. Okay, and now um, uh, talk a bit about the anecdotes because we, yeah, last week we balanced, what was it again? I don't even know it again. It was it nine rings or so, Edward, last week? But, yeah, oh, it was, it was a busy, lot. Man. It was a lot. And it but, was uh, so, so much that you can't... Uh, no, you, uh, yeah. we, we, we can't <laughs> elaborate everything. a bit about, uh, about the anecdote. But this week there were three rings and 
uh, yeah, we added two new flags. So that's always uh, very nice. Uh, starting yeah. with the 500k 27th ring. Um, uh, there were node operators from Belgium, uh, Swiss, uh, Germany, and Holland. And we had the two Mayo Satoshi's 16th ring. And there we had six countries evolved. And we had someone from Montenegro, the first one from Montenegro. Nice. And the first one from San Vincent and, and the Grenadines. <laughs> I didn't even know that that existed. <laughs> no. But uh, six countries evolved in this beauty. And Guy Bruss was the ringleader and ran the Igniter script smoothly. Two new flags added to our wall of fame. And well done. And Great. thanks for all for joining this uh, ring of fire. And then we had the 1 million Satoshi's 31st ring with node operators from uh, Mexico, Pakistan, Holland, Germany, and also Saint Vincent, Saint Vincent uh, and the Grenadines. <laughs> and the Grenadines. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, I'm going to uh, look that up. <laughs> yeah, time flies when you're having fun. And our first ring connecting all the way up to Saint Vincent and the Grenadines. Beautiful uh, job uh, because Yvette did balance this uh, ring and it uh, went very smoothly. So uh, a woman Great. who is balancing a ring, always nice to yeah. see. So uh, yeah, man. She's doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, of course. Nice. And 34 countries involved, Edwards. I was, That's a lot. <laughs> I was searching uh, which countries we, we have added to our Wall of Fame. Yeah. I was like, okay, let's let's check. And it was 34 countries. So 34. That's also amazing, of course. So Wall of Fame of 34 countries. Yeah. That's really connecting the world. That is really I, connecting the world, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. great. Well, that brings um, today's report to an end, Steph. Thanks. And Thank uh, let's go to the lightning notes. Yes, let's. Collect the builds. Make sure to secure your home network. So change default passwords and use two-factor authentication where possible. And keep your software up to date. It's also very important. Uh, please keep in mind that the whole Lightning network is very experimental. Uh, software like uh, MyNode, Umbrella, Resi, Blitz, for example, and many others, and LND also. Uh, are still in beta phase. Uh, don't blindly run terminal commands on your nodes if you don't understand uh, them yourself, and especially when prefixed with sudo. Uh, and the last one is also very important. Don't use uh, satoshis that you're not willing to lose. So if you're not aware uh, of all security considerations, then read into it. Educate yourself, read articles, uh, ask for help in Telegram groups uh, with high reputation like ours, and uh, listen to podcasts and learn by doing. Otherwise, don't participate. Also, uh, you can stay uh, informed by uh, following us on Twitter. You can find us at uh, Satoshi Radio ROF and follow our lightning leader, uh, Johnny Kiyashu. Join our Telegram groups, Satoshi Radio, Ring of Fire, and Connect the World. And check our website, satoshi.radio. It would be nice for you uh, to be part of our uh, Emboss community. You can find us there on uh, Satoshi Radio. And like and subscribe uh, to our uh, YouTube channel. Use Podcasting 2.0 to listen to Connect the World. And you can uh, check uh, Trading for the current value. Uh, you can find all this information, of course, also in the show notes as well. All right, let's get on to the show. Spojte svět dohromady. All right. <laughs> Good to have you here, uh, Jack. We're excited to have you here in our podcast. How are you, uh, Jack? I'm really good. Yeah, I'm really excited to be part of this podcast as well. It's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, you you hide your laugh a bit in in the in the, tw- the ten questions we had for you. <laughs> it's it's yeah. It yeah, wasn't I keep. It, I keep... <laughs> 
It wasn't as serious. It I wasn't that serious, of course. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we we saw you laughing. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to concentrate on the questions. I didn't want to get any wrong. <laughs> of cool, course. Yeah. And some people we we had before said this sometimes no clue, but these were all uh, answers you you could give, right? Yeah, I was confused about the sausage and bean one. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Yeah, because it's in, in Holland, we have like, if you, if you visit at a hotel or something, you have the typical mm -hmm. English breakfast. And the English breakfast is always like, it's mm. like uh, eggs with uh, sausages oh, and white beans. Yes. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's really uh, oh, something okay. so differently for us. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's why we had a question. <laughs> yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> but you, you don't like it for breakfast. Well, it's not called white beans. That's what threw me. Like, it's not, we don't call it white beans. I was like, what's a white bean? Oh, wow. Because they, they're red, aren't they? Because they're in, they're just called baked beans and they're in like red tomato sauce, aren't they? So they're like red looking. So when you said white beans, I was like, what? Ah, yeah, and that's that funny because, because in Holland, they are yeah. called white beans in tomato sauce. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> well, so that is what they are, I guess, isn't it? <laughs> That's what they are, yeah, of course. So that's why yeah. we asked it uh, like, like, we, like we did. But um, hey, hey, cool, man. I, I, I'm really curious because it, it was easy to unspill your mom. And I saw on Twitter that she, you, you, um, yeah, you showed a screenshot of her asking you some questions. She, she purchased Bitcoin <laughs> on, um, on Bottle Pay or something. And you said it was easy to, to unspill her. She is uh, six years old, if I remember well. Um, how did that go? Can you, can you yeah. maybe tell us something about it? Yeah, um, I think that was like last Christmas. She's always been interested in Bitcoin because obviously I'm involved in it quite a lot. And um, I'm always like, you know, around the dinner table complaining about monetary policy. So she, and she gets it. She does get it. Um, we, we used to go on like long like walks with her dog and I would just bore her about Bitcoin the whole time. And then, um, yeah, she was just like, I'm going to buy some. So I just told her to, I think it was bottle pay I recommended. Um, and she, yeah, just bought it. And now every time there's like, it crashes, she buys more. Like okay. she texts me and <laughs> she's bought the dip. So she gets it. Yeah, but okay. It's, it's amazing, man. I mean, yes. So she, she bought it like last Christmas. So th th there was obviously yeah, a bit of a crash or, yeah, we don't, we usually don't talk that much about the price because the price doesn't care no, us doesn't that matter. much. But, but I always like, uh, especially when you can orange peel something, uh, yeah, on a, qu a quite um, a higher age, of course, because yeah, I think it's, mm -hmm. I always think it's more of something like uh, our generation is really interested in. And I like to hear the, 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 yeah, the stories of, uh, yeah, obviously you uh, orange peeling your mom, so. <laughs> yeah, we, it was good. It was good. And she also downloaded Blue Wallet and like tried a few different wallets to see which one she liked. So she didn't just do it like she got into it. She's still doing it as well. Cool, man. Now that's My inheritance is going to be epic. <laughs> <laughs> but that also means that it's, um, it's becoming much easier now. Um, well, it will take some more time, mm -hmm. of course, but it's, uh, it's, it's easier now to, uh, to show it to someone. And uh, I also showed it to my sister. And uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's fun that you can uh, actually use it uh, at some merchants in the neighborhood. And uh, yeah. Um, we have a mm -hmm. little surprise, Steph. Yes, I think it's, uh, yeah, we it's have time something, for uh, Yeah, we have a little experiment because yeah, it's an experiment. Um, <laughs> it, it, uh, on my screen says short quiz. So that means that I'm going to ask you uh, four questions. Um, 
and you will hear a sound um, uh, after you answered, of course, and if you answer correct, uh, you, you hear uh, yeah, a sound. I think we, we, we know that, you, that the sounds are familiar to you, but um, yeah, well, let's, let's just start with it, Edwards. Are you ready with, with the soundboard? Yeah, because you yeah, are going to play I'm the ready. sounds and I'm, I'm going to ask <laughs> Jack these questions. Okay, here we go. Wait. Jack, how many Satoshi's Eagles won Bitcoin? Uh, 100 million, 100 million. Is Bitcoin a decentralized monetary network? <laughs> yes. On what date was the first Bitcoin block mined, aka the Genesis block? Uh, 3rd of January, 2009. What was the price of Bitcoin on January 1st in 2020? Uh, $30,000? No, no. Well, I had also the was applause. It, it, it was uh, $7,200. Yeah. Oh. All oh, right, yeah. I mean, the last two or three years have just merged into one, haven't they? Let's be honest. <laughs> That's great. Hey, but, but the sounds Edward played must sound familiar to you. Yeah, they were from Thunder Bay. Yeah, yeah they exactly. Were Bay. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell like if the bubbles were. Man, I got it right or wrong though. So. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Hey, but yeah, you're, you're obviously uh, the founder of, of of Thunder Bay, and and that's yeah one of the reasons we have invited you to, to our show. Um, yeah, we have uh, the part uh, that's called 21 Minutes, uh, where we will ask you all uh, kinds of questions about Thunder Games. But my, maybe it's nice that you can um, introduce or, or tell something about Thunder Games um, before we enter that part, so people know uh, why we invited you. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. So Thunder Games is our, like games, mobile game studio where we make uh, like casual games like bubble shooters or games kind of like Frogger or classic games. Um, and we're just kind of adding Bitcoin to those games to make them a bit more fun, add a bit more competition to them. And uh, we kind of believe that adding Bitcoin to the, these games is a really good use case for Bitcoin because it means that we can give like real prizes to all the players and it's not uh, prohibitively expensive because we can obviously subdivide a prize to like one Satoshi, and we often give away one Satoshi as a prize to, uh, to our players for participating in the, in the competitions or as a booby prize or whatever. So, yeah, we really think like it's fun adding Bitcoin to, to mobile games, and that's basically what we're just trying to do. Cool, cool. Yeah, we, we talked about it in, in our previous episodes that, yeah, services or, or, or yeah, things that you are providing, that, that really helps to, uh, to get the adoption uh, further and further. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's why we really wanted to uh, invite you into our show. Uh, but as I said, we have all kinds of questions about Thunder Games, of course, and your vision on the Lightning Network. But um, it has to be in the part that we call the 21 minutes. So uh, if you're ready, uh, Jack, then we will enter that part. Are you ready? I'm, I was born ready. Connect or Mundo. So, Jack, uh, you release with uh, Thunder Games uh, three Bitcoin games, uh, Bitcoin Bounce, Turbo 84 and uh, Thunder Bay, uh, most recently. And can you explain uh, what the implementation of Bitcoin and Lightning exactly means? Uh, so how can someone um, earn Satoshis while gaming? 
So basically in, in those games, we have different types of tournaments. So just think of it like a leaderboard in the game, like a normal leaderboard. But there's prizes attached to your position on the leaderboard or some other rules about the tournament. So we have one tournament, which is like a lottery-based tournament where you collect lottery tickets as you play the game. And that gives you more chance of winning like bigger Bitcoin prizes. So the better you are at the game, the more chance you have of winning a big prize. Uh, and then we have like skill-based tournaments where, where basically you finish on the leaderboard as your prize. So it's kind of like esports for mobile games. Uh, and the way that Bitcoin and the Lightning Network fits into that is that we can have our own custody, our own Bitcoin that our advertisers pay us or we get paid for people purchasing our games or in-app purchases. And then we can then redistribute that portion of that to the players, almost like a fun cashback system. Uh, and we can, the cool thing about it is like the money comes straight from us. There's no like third party custodian, like looking after our, after our Bitcoin. We can connect like with channels straight to our users if we want, uh, or, you know, literally even gamify the, the, the Lightning Network by adding some cool incentives for people to open channels with us. Um, so it adds this extra level of like, fun to gaming which is you can win something tangible and also it adds to the sort of social network of the lightning network because we're really connected to our audience and community yeah yeah that's great man and and how many monthly players does uh, does gonna uh, tender games have uh it's around fifty thousand at the moment so there's quite a big community of people playing every month oh wow. uh, we're trying to obviously increase that yeah, of course, yeah. of course, but it's in yeah. increased a lot already. I mean, it, uh, yeah, I've I've read something about fifteen thousand some uh, yeah some months ago or something. So it uh, it really expanded. Yeah, and yeah. Our job's basically to orange peel as many people as we can. So like, hopefully that number's <laughs> going to keep going up. Yeah, yeah of course. Our job. <laughs> is it is it then increasing um, um, because of Thunder Bay? Because Thunder Bay is your most popular release, and it was released um yeah not not a, a, a long ago did you see a big increase yeah it's increasing because you... of yeah we saw a big bump with thunder bay and um we've improved the other games significantly because with the mobile games you have like you can measure when people will kind of uninstall the game and if there's problems of the game you can identify them and fix them so less people yeah delete the game and they stick with it and like the cashing out experience we're improving so people one of our core things is getting someone to download the game and then winning some Bitcoin like straight away. And if there's any friction in that, that reduces the growth of our product. So we're trying to like, you know, make it as seamless as possible. Yeah, nice, nice. That's important. And um, well, you said it before, uh, Thunder Games has his own uh, lightning note. Um, and we also heard um, that your employees have a note. Uh, this really differentiates yeah. Thunder Games in the scene, I guess. And um, how important is it uh, to run a node? What what kind of statement uh, do you um, do you have with that? Yeah. So, well, when I first started Thunder Games, I was really kind of annoyed with Apple and Google because they like took one of my old games from another company down, and like I, I was like blocked from from, from releasing that game. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, oh, like, I wish I could just like have my own payment system and all of that. So uh, that's, I believe in this concept of the self-sovereign app developer, which I don't think is really a thing, yeah. but that's basically what I was when I started Thunder Games. I was like, I'm just doing this on my own. I'm going to put the apps up on my website because they were just like Android downloads to start with. They weren't um, even on any app stores. 
So, yeah, I think it's really, like, I don't think it's that hard to run a node. Like, I started doing it for Thunder Games two years ago. It took me, like, two weeks to figure it out. There was no documentation. So I feel like <laughs> uh, the statement I'm making is, like, if I can do it, like, anyone can do it. And it's not like there's not going to be loads of people who could work for these Bitcoin companies. It's all Plevnet are literally, like, training themselves to get a job at a company running the Bitcoin <laughs> nodes. It's like there's so much, so much talent out there already who could just literally you know, work in my company and run my node for me instead of me doing it. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We see I it also quite, every day, yeah. Yeah, right, Steph? Yeah, we see it. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, there's a lot of... It, it, well, it's like a magnet and, and all those people uh, come into those communities. It's uh, great to see. Yeah. And But I, I was thinking, uh, Jack, because, yeah, you obviously you're, you're managing your own node, but it, it, it isn't that important for you to have like balanced channels or, or, or uh, the mm -hmm. only thing that matters to you, I think, but maybe it's an assumption, but is to have a local balance, right? So you can send Satoshis. You, mm -hmm. don't need to you don't really need to receive Satoshis, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we don't, um, we don't accept any payments in Bitcoin at the moment. So we don't, it's not that important for the, on the receiving side. We just, yeah, it's literally we're, all of our traffic is one way. So we do just send out bitcoin so we the way we optimize is we analyze where our users are asking us to send their bitcoin and we open channels based on that traffic so that we're making sure like we i want to basically get the fees down as low as possible because i just find it fun and then uh, so i'm <laughs> just course. yeah we open channels based on that um but we are thinking of gamifying um the experience a little bit where we can we want to do something with our community and like people who have got a node and they play our games we want to try and do something with them open channels with them and incorporate it into our game somehow we haven't really fleshed it out but i'm really that's keen nice on something like that yeah great yeah, some cool. way to gamify the lightning network adoption i think would be really cool yeah 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 exactly. and, and yeah talking about um maybe use your own node because um, um you can now create a tunnel account with uh, signing in with with google apple and twitter uh, or you can choose to play the game anonymously but will it be possible in the near future to make an account uh, by email or just sign in with your node for uh, increased privacy is that something your guys are taking yeah that's at? yeah that's like on the top of my list but it's um <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> not many people have that want that feature or even ask for it so it's almost like a vanity project to add it so i have like so many other yeah like more people would work rather a new game than me working on that so it's like always gets pushed to the yeah, bottom that's right um but yeah it's i really want to have that um feature in there as well <laughs> it's on it is on the roadmap i really <laughs> just like and and i really think well answering to the bitcoin community there are a lot of people there uh, hardcore uh, bitcoiners that really yeah. would love it but but of course it's it's a two-way mm -hmm. thing so you have those kind of people and you have all those pre-corners to uh to give them an awesome game and also uh educate them uh, on uh, bitcoin uh, well um uh, to grow as a business and to be able to develop more new games in the future what does thunder bay uh or thunder games um do to make uh to make it profitable mm -hmm. because i saw the, yeah, the so ads we... of course um yeah mm -hmm. Yes, so the business model is yeah, based on ads. So we're like a normal mobile game studio. Um, the thing to like we need to really do is we've got to really compete against all the other game studios that are out there. And we kind of have a disadvantage because we're giving away some of our profits, whereas they're not. 
So it's quite a difficult business model to get right. And it's like, um, yeah. there's a Venn diagram of like what features and what types of games are going to work. So we're trying, first of all, we're trying to figure out like what games are going to be profitable and, com and competitive against games that don't have Bitcoin. Because what people don't understand about mobile games is that they compete on their, they don't compete on the quality of the game. They compete on how good their advertising campaigns are. Like, how good they're like because yeah. it's all about how cheaply you can get a download for your game. That's where we have to compete. So um, <laughs> that's very yeah, difficult. The path to yeah. So the path to profitability is um, is tr tricky, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to just basically optimize our ad experience. We don't want to give too. We've, we're trying to work on new ad uh, advertising methods that haven't been done before, which are privacy focused and um hope they're not out yet but hopefully we can do something cool uh where we can actually make more money from the ads and they are actually not as intrusive to the users as well we'll see that sounds nice uh, i'm sure yeah, that, yeah, i'm yeah. sure there's something in the lightning network that we can use that can become <laughs> our competitive advantage against the incumbent <laughs> yeah, exactly. But does the does the success of of Thunder games then maybe depend a bit on the adoption of of lightning or yeah, it does. That's something I do think about because, because we're like the, fir the first people really out there trying to onboard people to the Bitcoin Lightning Network. We don't support the Coinbase, like a lot of other mobile games support Coinbase cash out. So you have to have a Coinbase account to yeah. withdraw your Satoshis to. We don't actually support that. Um, so like our limitation is like how many people are already in the Lightning Network and then how many people are willing to learn about it. And we're, there's a lot of competition with like blockchain games, like a lot of blockchain games have huge budgets and they're really taking up the mind share of like, it's really hurting the adoption of mobile games with Bitcoin actually, because we're not really able to compete with them on their like ridiculous budgets and you know, they print their own money in their game, don't they? So. Well, I think the consistency that you guys have and um, um, the the connection with the social uh, side of the uh, community of Bitcoin, I think that and and Lightning, I think that will uh, mm -hmm. yeah will be a good uh, thing over time, for the hopefully. future. Exactly. <laughs> Do you pay uh, your employees yeah. also in Bitcoin, or is that difficult? Uh, this is well, I actually pay don't I get paid in fiat and i convert some of my money into bitcoin with like you know as soon as it hits my account it goes automatically <laughs> converted uh but we do have one employee who does get paid 100 percent in bitcoin it is tricky Great. because um you have to your banking partner like we still have to have a bank and banks do not like you send like if you're a company <laughs> they do not like you sending money to kraken or something so like every time I pay this person, I have to like phone my like bank, I don't know, relationship manager and answer about a hundred questions <laughs> just to like pay this person, like send the money to Kraken to pay this person. So yeah, it's a bit crazy. But I, want, I want everyone to get paid. I want my Bitcoin, I want my company to be like Bitcoin native where we don't, the only reason we have a bank account is to convert to pay tax or something. Yeah. And yeah, everyone gets paid like in Bitcoin that. and then it's up to them if they transfer it back to pounds. Well, euros, yeah. Yeah, but I think, well, because uh, Peter McCormick from the What Bitcoin Did show, he also had, of course, the, the problem you are uh, facing now, but he uh, he found, like, a bank who is willing to 
to help him with that, um, yeah, with his business model and also his dream of, yeah, living mm -hmm. on a Bitcoin standard. So, uh, yeah, it must be possible. Yeah, there are banks out there. Yeah, there are banks, yeah. but uh, they 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 charge quite a lot of money unless you're like Peter McCormack, when basically you're an advertisement for them, aren't you? But if you're not Peter exactly. McCormack, the the fees are quite expensive, like to say the least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, well, there there are some uh, also some other games to to earn satoshis like uh, Lightning Crush and Ser Toby. Do you think there will be more games in the future that let you earn sets? Will it be inevitable? Yeah, I think so. I think um, there'll be quite a lot of yeah. Like there's already loads. There's not just those. There's there's the ones I mentioned that uh, like use the Coinbase cash out. That's quite. There's probably like a hundred games use that method. Um, that has a lot more, because there's more adoption of Coinbase than there is the Lightning Network, I think it's like, that's why those <laughs> games are more, like, have a lot more downloads. Um, so, yeah, I think so. I think there will be a definite, uh, like, vertical in gaming, which is cashback for games, basically. And there'll yeah. definitely be a vertical for gaming, which is, like, wagering, like, me versus you guys, and we have a bet who can be the best at Thunder Bay, for example, or who can get to the level the fastest or whatever. But that will be dependent on how many people actually adopt Bitcoin, of course. Of course. And if you only look at the games, what, what is, or, or the company as a whole, uh, what is the biggest difference you think between uh, those other companies and games uh, and yours, per perhaps in, in the goals uh, which you want to achieve? Yeah, I think the different difference is that we run our own nodes and are like our, we make every time we get a new employee, we get them a node and we're all connected <laughs> and like have channels with each other. So we're really like Bitcoin is in our DNA. Whereas other companies, I would exactly. I would say I would call us a Bitcoin games company, and then other companies are gaming companies with Bitcoin rewards. There's like a it's kind of like this slight difference where you're native to Bitcoin or you're not. Um, that's the differentiator between us. And also, I think because it's so easy to add Bitcoin to games with, like, you could use um, any, like, custodial services to hook it up to your game, not many other game studios will have an incentive to bother setting up their own node. They'll be like, oh, well, I'll do it one day, and they just never will. Whereas we've already done it because none of these services existed when I started. Um, so yeah, we'll probably still be the only one rocking a node for a long time. I don't see anyone else being incentivized to do it. So I think that's going to be a differentiator for us. I think that's that's a huge difference. But I think it's also yeah, it's 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 something really awesome. And I think yeah, well, well we always say you have to have skin in the game. But I think this this goes mm -hmm. beyond to, uh, having skin in the game. I mean. You're, yeah, you're uh, teaching the, the, the ones you work with uh, what, what Bitcoin is, but also let them experience how everything works. And yeah. I, I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I, like I said, I want them all to get paid in Bitcoin one day. So how am I going to achieve that mission unless I orange pill them as soon as I start? And say, so, like, here's your node. Guess, like, don't talk to me until you've set it up and then we'll talk. <laughs> I might even make it part it's, of the interview process, like the final stage. <laughs> And is, is your mom already uh, running her own Bitcoin now then? Or? Oh, no. She's, uh, she's doing quite well, though, because she has, she's like backed up her keys and all of that stuff. So I think, yeah, maybe, she will, maybe she'll do a node one day. Maybe I'll get it for her for Christmas. 
Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it'll be a it'll be a nice goal, man. Uh, but the thing is, like, she's she you know like what your parents are like. They like forget their passwords and they just can't. I don't think I want to do customer support. <laughs> No, no, exactly. Yeah, your time is very limited. So, uh, <laughs> hey, and and what kind yeah. of game will you would you like to make in the future? Like an RPG or maybe a sports game or what are you working on? Yeah, um, we we make we're actually at Thunder Games working on the sort of all types of games. Um, we're trying to figure out what's going to work best. So we're doing. Uh, Every single genre of game that exists is on mobile, we're going to try. Um, and then, but my dream would be to work on something like um, I used to really like Championship Manager, the football game. I don't know how yeah. I could add Bitcoin to that. Uh, like, I think it'd be really cool if you literally like had a version of Championship Manager where everyone had a node and they all staked their own money and they bought the players and they competed like four players and then at the end of the season is like whoever wins wins the prize money at the end quite cool <laughs> that's yeah, great I'm, 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 I'm also thinking about how like how fifa um uh, doing it is doing it with with like the exchange of, 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 of soccer players and yeah and and then mm -hmm. paying with your own uh, with own with your own satoshis and but i think there will be some regulatory uh, issues uh <laughs> come by then <laughs> But that would be nice yeah. because okay. it's it's yeah it's it has to uh, be with prizes and then you can uh, use your satoshis. That yeah, sounds nice. Yeah, I think uh, the the one thing is though, like I don't I hate losing my satoshis, so I don't I'd actually enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, that would be really uh, awful. <laughs> But um, I was thinking about the social side of it. Um, are you planning on integrating uh, multiplayer gaming? Yeah, so we kind of do. So our concept at the moment is, I would call it hyper casual esports. So it's almost multiplayer because you're competing on an asynchronous leaderboard. So it's kind of a casual multiplayer. Um, but we do want to do multiplayer gaming because. It's the most, it's a very sticky genre. Um, and it's like competitive players, you know, they stick around for longer. So it is something we're definitely looking at, but we haven't got anything coming up soon with multiplayer. But I think also multiplayer games are very difficult to, to build and manage. We're, we're yeah. really concentrating on like the smaller, the smaller games first. And then if yeah. proving that works, then we'll move on to the is it because that you have to run a server for, for connecting those players or? Yeah. And the game has to be designed around the multiplayer experience because, um, you would end up with like lag or like you could, like the type of game you want to build might not work. If, if, like, it's also like, ge like geometric, uh, geographically, like different servers, people competing around the world is a problem, especially like in Bitcoin, people tend to use like VPNs and the ping be really bad and uh like it would just be loads of problems i think yeah yeah, yeah. i can imagine it hey, and and i saw Sorry, Twitter, but i'd love to do it yeah yeah of course well maybe in, in the near future maybe if, you, if your company is growing then someday it, it will happen of course mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, and i saw on, on twitter that uh, you were asking uh, jack madness all, all the time that he uh, he needs to implement lnurl to uh, to strike 
yeah. will that uh, yeah. will that change the user experience a lot? And, and can you tell us more? I think Jack Mellis listens to our show, maybe. So maybe if you can explain <laughs> to him okay, Jack. Uh, why why <laughs> why this is so important and what, why this is going to make a big difference for your users. Uh, well, maybe he will implement it then. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jack, if you're listening, <laughs> um, this is important because. Like he knows what how he knows that LNURL is really good. I don't know what the reason is he's not integrating it because he's integrated it in Zap, uh, his other older wallet. Um, that's kind of I think discontinued actually, but that it's in there. So he knows it's good. He knows all about it. I don't know why he doesn't integrate it, but it's good. It would be really good for us because we have mobile games that are on a phone, and the user has a mobile wallet which is on a phone, and we don't want the users to have to go to their wallet, create an invoice, copy some crazy string, paste it in our wallet, and then potentially do it wrong. Um, so we really want to have LNURL because it just completely cuts that process out and it makes it much more streamlined for our users. That's the only reason we want it, because it's for the user experience. So important, user experience, exactly. And, uh, yeah. well, uh, we're at the user experience. Um, for uh, pre-corners, you make it super easy to learn about uh, Bitcoin and Lightning, and it makes it fun and entertaining. Um, these games are now targeted for 18+. plus. It is, is it also possible, um, do you think, to make a Bitcoin game for children, or is it too difficult uh, for legal restrictions or something? Yeah, there's not really any particular legal restrictions that we we just went through 18 plus just to be on the safe side because when you add uh, the bitcoin to games it can become a it's not gambling but it kind of has this addictive nature which i wasn't comfortable exposing to children with yeah. like uh <laughs> and I, I i think it's i think it's still a fun way for children to earn some bitcoin uh, it's that balance between teaching a child about bitcoin and then making them too addicted to a game which is already addictive so yeah exactly yeah we just kind of wanted to protect the children a little bit yeah yeah but there's if you're a, if you're a parent i still recommend i recommend they play our games with parental <laughs> because it guidance. is is appealing i i uh, saw it myself that our uh, our child also uh, really loved uh, the the thunder bay app so um, yeah <laughs> good forbid the world We failed to get all the answers uh, to all our questions. Uh, we heard uh, the gong, of course. So um, the other questions, well, we're uh, going to pass it along to uh, another time, another show. If you uh, would like to be, uh, be on it again, we would love it. Of course. And Jack, yeah, we have uh, still uh, one question left for you. And it was from our uh, previous guest, Gijs van Dam. And Gijs is a uh, lightning scientist. Um, Edward will play the audio file and then uh, you may answer it, of course. Yep, there it comes. I would like to ask him, uh, what do you think about the concept of Bitcoin citadels? And how does the concept of living together in a citadel how does that relate to the concept of decentralization? Right. Well, I don't like the concept. It just reminds me of Game of Thrones. Basically, instead of Bitcoin in Game of Thrones, they had gold. And it was like, whoever had the most gold wins the war. And it just centralizes your gold into one like 
funny part. <laughs> and we'll just end up literally in a society like Game of Thrones where everyone congregates around the Citadel who they think is going to like basically protect them. So yeah, uh, I don't think it decentralizes anything, centralizes it and creates even bigger tribes that we already have a conflict. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's the same. I think yeah. I don't know if you're if you're familiar with the with the Mashtadel. So it's like the, the opposite. So that you you live in harmony together and you yeah you rely on each other. Yeah, and you don't live on an island isolated, but but uh, yeah, it's more together and with hmm. distance, but uh, attached with each other's lightning node. And uh, yeah, you also form. The point a, of the Bitcoin is to is, yeah. Sorry, I was to say the point of Bitcoin is to get rid of borders. Like, why would you yeah. have a citadel? It's like the opposite. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and there are big walls that, that, that are um, yeah. being the borders then. So. Yeah, build bridges, not yeah. walls. That's what uh, Sol uh, Exporter yeah. says from the Mesodel concept. So I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's the most important thing. Uh, next time uh, we have a new guest. Uh, he is Hakuna. It's an IT specialist from Germany, and he runs a very successful routing node and is in the top fifty boss score. Um, we want him also uh, to ask a question from you. Do you have a question for him? Yes, I would like to ask if you could add Bitcoin to any game. Which game would you choose? Great. <laughs> Ooh. curious about uh, I, about I will go I will go for I think I will go for FIFA then because <laughs> we, we just mentioned it and yeah I, I played it a lot uh, in my uh, yeah my, my younger years but um, I will definitely play it again if, if they integrated it there or maybe Warsaw yeah there's so much to choose of man it's a, it's, yeah. it's a very difficult question Jack <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is he's gonna really say a lot as a child, isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, Jack, thank you for being with us. And um, yeah, well, where uh, do our listeners uh, can find Thunder Games and uh, stay up to date uh, for more info? Uh, we can put it in the show notes, of course. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the best place to connect with us is on Twitter. And the, uh, our Twitter handle is THNDR Games. It's thunder without any vowels. Um, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, from there, you can probably find, you can find our website, which is thndr.gg and find our telegram groups and discord groups. And I'm on there every day chatting to everyone. So if you want to chat to me in real Great. time, you can put me there. Cool, man. Well, yeah, thanks again. Um, Jack, it was a very interesting talk and, uh, yeah, I think I'm, uh, I, I played, th uh, Thunder Bay already, but I will definitely check out your, your other games and, yeah. and, uh, yeah, really looking forward to uh, to what you're all, what you're going to build in the, in the future, man. Thanks and thanks, of awesome. course, for Cheers, yeah, helping uh, yeah everyone to 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 be a bit uh, more orange peeled. Of course, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. And thanks also for listening and thanks for uh, to all members participating in Satoshi Radio Rings of Fire. And thanks uh, to everyone helping us to connect the world with us. And if you want to support us in our mission, then you can donate using the bot in our Telegram group. And don't forget to like and share your content on your favorite uh, platform or uh, podcasting 2.0 app. And keep those notes running. Sets flowing and rings burning. And see you all next week with Hakuna on this same Lightning Channel. Zajan, uh, Jack. Farewell.
Bye.